So what just happened in the Republic of Artsakh, also known as uh, the Republic of Nagorno-Karabakh? So essentially what happened today was that the government of the Republic of Artsakh was forced to surrender <clears throat> and the armed forces of uh, the Republic of Artsakh are going to be disarmed and the Republic of Artsakh is going to uh, negotiate with Azerbaijan's uh, representatives in the Azeri town of Yevlach. And they are going, and according to the Azeri side, they are going to discuss the integration of the Armenian population of the region into the Republic of Azerbaijan. So that's essentially a rundown of what happened. Now, I want to turn to tur the Turkish Azeri propaganda angle of all this. And of course, all of this has been, um, this is all related to the so-called anti-terror operation of the military of the Republic of Azerbaijan. So right prior, a few hours prior to the invasion of the Republic of Artsakh, the final invasion uh, of the <clears throat> past 24 hours, uh, the Republic of Azerbaijan uh, noted that there was a, a mine explosion in territories that they had taken in 2020 from the Republic of Artsakh. And according to them, this mine explosion was caused by uh, saboteur groups from the Republic of Artsakh military who planted a mine. However, the mine was almost certainly an old one, and it was actually marked. If you look at the photographs, you can see that the minefield is actually marked so that people don't go in that area. So this was obviously a false flag, a staged operation, and uh, there is no better proof of that other than everything else than the fact that just a couple hours after that alleged incident, uh, the entire military apparatus of the Republic of Azerbaijan was fully prepared for a complete invasion of a higher intensity than even the 2020 war of the Republic of Artsakh. And uh, it, it really is amazing the amount of propaganda we saw there. The United Nations General Assembly had con convened at that time and um, uh, President Erdogan of the Republic of Turkey, uh, another genocidal government, uh, stated that uh, he already had every all of his remarks prepared about this anti-terror operation and about how there was no compromise, no going back on any of this, on any of these developments. And it really is amazing how this propaganda has been so uh, effective at fooling neutral observers who uh, don't know enough about the conflict to come to any conclusion. So uh, e the representative of the EU um, to the Caucasus, uh, Toivo Klar, tweeted uh, that you know, the first thing he tweeted about the invasion of the Republic of Artsakh was, the first sentence was lamenting the tragic loss of life in the mine explosion. So totally buying into that false flag narrative and justifying an invasion that has taken the lives of at least hundreds, About at the moment there are about 600 casualties 
confirmed 200 dead, 400 wounded, but that is likely severely undercounted. Uh, and the wiping out of civilian communities, the wiping out of uh, residential areas, uh, the destruction of schools, hospitals, civilian infrastructure, as well as military infrastructure of the Republic of Artsakh. Um, and it's really amazing how just a few tweets from a few people who are under the spell or who are simply corrupt and uh, supporting the Turkish narrative, the Turkish Azeri narrative, uh, ha has been able to influence public opinion enough to just have literally not enough people on the Armenian side of this issue. Now, I want to address defeatism in the Armenian community, in Armenia itself, in the Armenian diaspora. A lot of people say, oh, all of it, it's all pre-planned, it's all been given, it's all done. There is no such thing. Uh, humans are too incompetent for such things to be a given. Uh, you should all remember, in 1992, defeat was a given. The Republic of Armenia was not supposed to win that military confrontation with a far superior foe, especially when that foe had the economic resources, had the international support to win that conflict. They did not because of the efforts of many uh, heroic Armenians, Armenian commanders from both Armenia and the diaspora working together. And if those people back then adopted this defeatism attitude, Armenia would not have won that conflict in the early 90s. And we need to stop this defeatism now so that we can actually work towards making a better Republic of Armenia, improving the country, improving people's lives, increasing the population, and strengthening the military, and turning Armenia into the fortress it needs to be to survive in the region. Now, in terms of a conclusion here, I just want to keep this short. Uh, we need to do everything we can to protect Armenian political sovereignty and uh, protect the rights of Armenians living in the Armenian highland in the Republic of Armenia and in Artsakh as well. Now, some people argue that we need to make peace with Turkey and Azerbaijan and that that should be the paramount goal. While I am not against peace with these regimes, can you truly have a durable peace agreement with uh, governments that want you dead, with genocidal regimes? Now, the Republic of Turkey and the Republic of Azerbaijan, not only through their autocratic, dictatorial, uh, forever war natures, uh, but aside from all that, they have proven time and time again, time and time again, that they have no interest in giving Armenians any autonomy at all. And Turkey is totally fine with its Armenian, with its dwindling Armenian minority in the capital Istanbul, uh, because they are not a political threat to them, to the government. Uh, however, they are deathly afraid of any Armenian autonomy because, of course, that comes with repar reparation claims, perhaps territorial claims, uh, 
in terms of uh, the the Armenian genocide of the early 20th century, as well as the Turkish-Armenian War, where Turkey invaded and conquered Gars, essentially, which was a part of the first Armenian Republic. Now, uh, Turkey is deathly afraid of Armenian autonomy, and we know this from the early 20th century. This has been their policy, destroying Armenian, any semblance of Armenian political power in the region completely so that they can pursue their pan-Turkic ideology. Uh, and, of course, the Republic of Azerbaijan is simply a, pro a proxy of Turkey. Uh, they, they have similar goals, of course. I mean, their whole basis of their statehood is um, being is related to Iranian territorial claims. Their whole statehood is a territorial claim on all of the surrounding regions. I mean, Azerbaijan, Adurbadagan is not even that region. <laughs> uh, clearly, it was given that name in order to have territorial claims against Iran and the surrounding areas. Um, can you have a durable peace with regimes that want you dead? I would argue you really can't. And you can't prepare for a future where you have a durable peace with a regime that wants you dead, that denies your genocide. The republics of Turkey and Azerbaijan vehemently deny the Armenian genocide of the early 20th century. Now, many political commentators like Tom DeWall, so sort of like false scholars, um, create this false narrative that, you know, the modern wars for Nagorno-Karabakh or Artsakh between Armenia and Azerbaijan uh, have nothing to do with the Armenian genocide of the early 20th century, when in fact it is simply a continuation of the Armenian genocide. The government of Azerbaijan, much like the government of Turkey, wants to completely destroy Armenian autonomy and political power and independence. That's what their whole statehood is predicated upon. Their whole statehood, their ideology, the thing that binds them together in their North Korea-style dictatorship, petro-oligarchy, is hatred of Armenians, the destruction of Armenia. They need that. They need that. And that is very much connected to the Armenian genocide of the early 20th century and the denialism of the Armenian genocide today by Turkey and Azerbaijan. And that's why we cannot stop fighting. As Armenians, we cannot stop fighting for justice and truth because those are the things that threaten the dictatorships of Azerbaijan and Turkey the genocidal dictatorships of Azerbaijan and Turkey, truth and justice, and recognition of the Armenian cause. That's pretty much everything I want to say today. Um, it's a very somber day. Uh, we're all very emotional, but I just wanted to get this out there. Um, yeah, I'll see you in the next video.